Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome to episode 88. Armando, 88. I have a question. Uh huh. Are you now ready to own the social justice warriors? The social justice warriors? So, Mondo, where did where did you go? You saw a comedy show, yeah? Yeah, I uh, went to see Steven Crowder, host of Louder with Crowder, and then he had uh, three different openers. One of one, which the guy that the main opener, Dave Louder, Dan Loud Louder. I don't know. I don't know the other guy, but both funny. So, was any of Crowder's material uh, political nature and B, question B. Oh, heavily, heavily. Question like, B, were, were any of the openers significantly funnier than him? No, I would say he had co the co-headliner, I guess, but really it was his show. Mm-hmm. And then he had two um, openers. The first one was funny. He came, he came out kind of like with a little bit with like a shtick. The second one, eh. And then... And then and then I my my Wait, you mean like he was like just like a cable repairman or no he was dre- he was dressed up as a reporter I don't know the louder with Crowder show very well but apparently he has like you know like like recurring guests and stuff like that mm-hmm. and one of those guys I, I think I assume was one of his recurring guests just some guy like dressed kind of like a like a schlubby news reporter and you know during the middle of his act he was smoking a cigarette on stage and he, he was funny he was just his his style okay so yes. All of them were funny. Crowder was funny if you lean towards political humor, which is not necessarily my cup of tea. Politics in general, not my cup of tea. But there were a lot of points that he made that I was like, hmm, you know, had me. Mine is getting indoctrinated. No, no. I, I think I think I already had. There was a couple of things he said that I was like, ah, you're an idiot. But for the most part, there was a lot of stuff I agree I, I with. I want to see a Mexican white nationalist. I do think that would be hilarious. There was, um, you know, I was going to say that to my, because I went I went with two coworkers technically. One was a guy that works with me here and another guy um, from our Utah store. And, uh, but they were both Crowder fans. So they knew his stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to make a comment to them once we got seated. The seats are great. Once we got seated, I looked around and in my head, I'm like, dude. There are probably less than five other people of, yes. <laughs> of color there at all, but it, but that didn't change my. I, I'm assuming that audience made the general population of Boulder, Colorado, look like a a sea of ethnic diversity. No, it, it was about the same, but but yeah, there there was very few. There was there was very few people. I I, I imagine Colorado Springs in general had more um, more like Latinos, and there were some. Black folk here and there, and some Hispanic folk here and there. But at the event itself, being that it was a Steven Crowder show, was going to be like I knew that I I kind of knew what the demographic was going to look like. There was a, I was I was trying to count how many trucker hats I saw. <laughs> there wasn't a ton, but there was there was a significant amount. It, it was just funny for you know. I was I was just interested because uh, I have seen a Steven Crowder set. It was several years ago. Maybe he's gotten better. But it was just god awful when I when I watched it, and I think I'm actually able to evaluate comedy like separate from I'm like okay maybe I agree or I don't disagree with these views, and like an example like with that like uh, there's a comedian named Andrew Schultz, and mm-hmm. I don't think his stand up's the best, but he he had like a web show yeah, and again agree or disagree with them if you're not willing to admit that that show was extremely well written and it's like much the better, jokes are yeah, good. It's better than than crowd. In my opinion, they're both political leaning type humor uh-huh. shows, but I think Schultz pulls it off better. Well, because because I'm like, oh, he's actually funny and he has good delivery and like the jokes are at least intelligent. Yeah. Where again, I, you know, the, the maybe maybe Crowder has has gotten better as a comedian, but I'm like, oh, this is a dumb motherfucker. Like lowest common denominator jokes about. Whatever he's trying to make a point on, that was my experience. So I was wondering I, if yours I, different. Uh, I, I I wouldn't say he's dumb. Um, I thought he's an intelligent guy, and maybe not the smartest guy. Did I agree? Like I said, I agreed with a lot of little th- political things, even though I hate politics. There's a few things I disagree with. My th- biggest problem with him as a comedian, because he's his thing is this podcast show 
Like that's uh-huh. his that's his thing. So stand up, I think, is not like his primary. No, not gig. anymore. But he wants he wants that sweet like um, more money. Yeah, cash. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the and he dude, there was a like a majority of people were like getting up and cheering like he was God, and it was like okay. There's people that wore hats that well, reference well, well because they don't listen to good comedians because almost all of them are liberal leaning. No, that's that's a hundred percent true. I said I was I was being kind when I said almost all of them. I wouldn't say. Yeah, he's liberal leaning. I don't know. No, Crowder's not. I'm saying almost all good comedians are. Oh, gotcha. so that's what I'm saying. They don't have anything to compare it to because yeah, they're yeah. like these damn liberal cucks. We can't listen to their yeah. shitty comedy. And compared to like quote unquote conservative leaning comedians, Crowder is pretty good, but that's just a very low bar. Right. Uh, my biggest problem with him, just as a comic in general, is that. Again, he doesn't do this. Isn't his primary thing? Is that he had? You could tell he had his set list like on a sheet of paper, and he had a bottle of water like next to it on a stool. So he kept referring back to his stool, so you can like very visibly read his notes about like his, I guess his like I said his lineup of jokes. It wasn't like he had it memorized, which it's i've seen comics that have their list in front of them mm-hmm. and they but they make it apparent that they're doing it and they and they make that part of the shtick they kind of make that fit in with the humor so they pull it off and then there's the other guys that just have their shit up here in their brain and they just it's they're telling the story mm-hmm. or whatever but like crowder's in betweenness was what kind of threw me off of his well, yeah i mean he's not like a really practiced or naturally good comic no so he's got that working against him but he had a show of a bunch of – how many trucker hats? You said that you weren't as many as you thought? No, I think I think I probably got to like 20 or 30. I, of the however many thousand people there – I don't know how many thousand people fit there, but of the – let's just say 2,000. Let's uh, 2,000 uh, – it was a theater. It was a the Pikes Peak Civic Auditorium. Th- I don't know. Well, I'm sure we could look up the – whatever, the seating. Okay. But uh, – no, there's only about 20. I was thinking it's going to be more. I was thinking it's going to be like 50% of the people that are going to be wearing the trucker hats or like, you know, f- that, pro-Trump that, or... <laughs> that is like the white nationalist uniform. It's like, uh, it's a selfie with a trucker hat, those sort of like wraparound sunglasses that look like you got them for $10 at a gas station, mm-hmm. and then a pickup truck. Yeah. It's the you know, the pickup truck mafia. Sometimes with a mullet or a Confederate flag. I feel like I see a lot more shaved heads than mullets these oh, days. Oh, really? The, the mullet was, yeah, part of the old uniform. They they moved on from that. Dude, I wish I had hair. I would totally rock a mullet. I mean, it would be nice to have the option at least, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. Uh, but no, I had a good time. Again, my favorite, I think the, my favorite of the four of the performers wasn't Crowder. It was his, his, his main setup, man. I guess it's, again, I think he's one of his co-hosts, Dave Landry or Dan Landry or Landau. Landau? Something like that. His stuff was a little more... He clearly left an impression on you. Because I'd never heard of him before the night of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he he had a little more of the kind of... The just punch you in the gut, like silly humor. Like, like here's the line. I'm going to fucking cross it type of shit. You know? So that I, I appreciated that stuff. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, my, my weekend activities are actually coming up after this. Ooh. Nothing, nothing like... Too too exciting, but I was about to say long story short. I'm like I'm like no, this talk should be a little bit long. Very occasionally, like I I will stress swipe on uh, dating apps. <laughs> That's the best way I can put it, right? Because I like I don't play video games anymore. Like I don't all all those things. Like I'm not eating like desserts or whatever. The, those little things that give your brain that dopamine hit. Uh-huh. Where you're like oh like that felt that you know what I mean? Like that little uh, that that like energy where it usually lasts for like a minute, but you're like oh I got happy for a second. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes yeah I just want to stress swipe and then you get a you get a match and you're like oh okay somebody thought at least like my base level of attractiveness as curated in these very specific photos was enough to swipe right instead of left and uh, and then you feel good about yourself yeah so you feel, you, did you feel kind of like an Instagram slut for a second doing that what's that like an Instagram model no because I'm not getting money I'd feel a lot better what, if they were but I'm saying me. like getting the attention getting the likes is if it's a good feeling yeah I guess so I mean it's it's, <laughs> it's not it's not out there and is public but it's, it's kind of similar yeah and you didn't you didn't even have to show like your tits or your ass to to get the likes. oh no you haven't seen my profile oh <laughs> Why do you, why do you think I'm getting all these likes, Mondo? Oh, okay, all these swipes. I knew I was doing something wrong. Fucking. Nah, I think if I showed my schlonger, I'd get even 
fewer likes. No, I'd have to change my settings where it was like interested in women and then also just checked a little interested in men. I feel oh, like I, shit. I feel like I would, I mean, if I was really just purely out for attention. You triple up your, your account. I think I'd do, I'd do pretty well there. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and, but here, but this, this is this, how this whole thing unfolded. I, I was just trying to stress, stress swipe. And I'm like, just give me one fucking like, Bumble, you piece of shit app. And then I swiped right, and the, the thing was like, I, I don't know if this is programmed into it or what, but I swear to God, I swiped right and then it went left. And it's like, oh, you missed a match. And I've was, never seen that. I was maybe, maybe I just sort of like fat fingered or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. But I was kind of annoyed because I'm like, oh, wow, that, I can't believe that girl was going to sw- swipe right on me. And I should have been matured enough to just be like, I don't actually want to go out with her. It doesn't matter. Like, I can just know deep down in my heart yeah, of hearts yeah. that she had swiped right. But I'm like, no, I want the little screen where it says. <laughs> So so they give you an option where you can pay whatever it is like seven dollars and then you've got the thing where you can unswipe a, a misswipe. Mm. And then you have an unlimited swipes for the week. Oh shit. So I pay it and I get the swipe and I'm like, <laughs> Yay, like I matched. Okay, I so feel you, better. So you paid eight bucks just for the match? Is that what it cost you? Oh, and here's the yeah, and here's the funniest part. Then this is the first time I've ever had it. She sends me just like a short audio recording. Oh, I've never, I didn't even know you could do that. And she's like, hey, like I'm just getting back from like yoga class. I hope your night's good or something like that. And then I'm like, oh. We're did, doing- she, did she do it in a sultry voice? It's like, hey, I just got back from a yoga class and I'm sweaty. No, but let's pretend she did. <laughs> she's like, I'm very sweaty. How are you? And I'm like, oh, we're doing multimedia? Like, <laughs> great. Oh, like, so I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, look, there is a little audio thing. And you can do a video. Wow. So I send a, sh- a very short video back. Like, I'm, I'm good. It's a beautiful night. I'm just out walking my dog. And then she immediately unmatches. <laughs> oh, what? And I was like, wow, that was a slap in the face. <laughs> like, I, I think, fortunately, my ego is, is just strong enough to sustain that. But I was like, wow, that was kind of rough. The, it, no, you know what sucks about that is, like, what, what causes, there, like, for all intents and purposes, there was no reason for her otherwise to be turned off by that. It's such I, a I don't think clip so. video. It was very innocuous. She, is she just like, oh, I assumed his voice was deeper? Like, it had to be some stupid, like, trivial, you know what I mean? To cause her to swipe or to unmatch her or whatever. She's like, or maybe she's not a dog person. Like, it had I, to be something I, stupid like I, that. I just got back from yoga and then I'm like, yes, I'm out. And uh. It's a beautiful night tonight. It would only be better if you were here with me. Like, yeah, is that? I mean, or she she expected you to be like shirtless, like fucking pumping iron or oh, some fuck, fucking. That's where I went wrong. I should have gone. I should have been like just just gone in my sauna, gotten really really sweaty, and then just shirtless video. It's like yes, I just got back from yoga <laughs> as well, but it was a hot yoga session. <laughs> I don't understand women, dude. But, but anyway, she, she unswept. Again, I was like fairly unfazed by that. I'm like, ah, whatever. I still got my little, my little dopamine thing. I'm not going to think about it. But then at that point, I was like, motherfucker, I just paid, how, it, you know, it, yeah. like, fine. Well, I'm going to use my, my swipes and then actually like respond to them. Cause usually when I get a match, I'm just like, okay, mission accomplished. Like I'm not going to really follow up with any of them. Um, so like I've, I've Talk to like I don't know like three or th- four people at this point, especially I've noticed with forty year olds. Oh, if uh, you're just like, hey, let's just talk on the phone. They're like, oh, thank God, we don't. They, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of them have like messaging anxiety. Yeah, probably as a whole in the dating process, I'm I'm not very good at it. But this one little specific part of like matching and that like texting back and forth until a first date is a strength just from all the college recruiting. <laughs> so, so like, yeah, I've like talked to a few of them and then I, I matched with, with, with one woman where I was like, wow, I think attractiveness, like she's probably significantly out of my league at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, which is <laughs> tricky. Cause I don't, I, I do realize like I'm comparing myself to like guys in their late twenties, like early thirties. Uh, so I have no idea what, what, what people in our age group look like now. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, Oh, compared to even when I was like 33, 34, not, I'm not nearly as good looking it's 33-year-old me. So so it there's happens. a bit of that. Yeah, I mean, it happens to virtually all of us except for, like, four guys. Like, George Clooney keeps getting better looking. Fuck him. It's not fair, George Clooney. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do it. I don't know if it's plastic surgery. It's some voodoo witchcraft deal you made with the devil. It's genetics, dude. Sure it is, Monday. Sure. Sure it yeah. is. But, uh, but, yeah, then, you know, going back and forth with her 
a little bit. Then she wanted to actually like go out, and I'm like, huh? Like, and I always leave my. That's the other part which confuses me. My profile, I like establish like medical problems, living with my parents. I am a catch. <laughs> yeah. So I the, something about that like even does make me feel a little bit better when I I'm able to get matches because I'm like I'm being very upfront. There's no uh, trickery or anything like that. To to wrap up this this whole portion. She she offered like to go hiking, which I'm like perfect. That's that's in my physical range of things. And then I remember, and I I, I think I'd asked you about it again last week. You you had gone to Meow Wolf, which is like a art installation exhibit with Lizer. And in my head, I'm like, you know what? I very well may end up paying a hundred dollars. Oh yeah. And then get stood up. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna roll the dice on that. Like fuck it. Like I want to go to it. And I think it'd be fun to go with it, uh, go to it with like a really, uh, like hot lady. I don't think she's a girl. Can you call forty-year-old women girls? Woman. She she's a hot woman. It doesn't sound right. Yeah. So hot a, lady a, a sounds sul- better. A, sul- a sultry woman. Sure. Anyhow, so uh, I've got that at four today. Today. Oh, that's why you wanted. That's to why cut I got to get out. Um, yeah. My advice for Meow Wolf is, and because they don't tell you this when you fucking walk in, you just check in your badge and and you're like, hey, where do I go from here? They're like, mm-hmm. well, the best place to start is blah 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 blah, and you, you're like, you don't know what the fuck they're saying. Mm-hmm. My advice is right when you walk in, uh-huh. a little bit to the right, there's like a, it looks like an information type kiosk where you pay like three bucks or something like that or five bucks, and they give you like this little plastic hotel key bullshit that allows you to interact more with different. Um, exhibits, if you want to call them exhibits, different things there. It kind of tells you a story of the convergence, the 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 backdrop of the whole art thing. It, it, I, we didn't do it, and the th- the fucked up thing about it is like, like I said, when we did it, we probably went through half of it of the entire entire museum, if you want to call it that, before we found out, like, what the fuck are these things? Someone told us, We're sure. like, well, fuck, we just wasted a couple hours already. If she wants to. Spe- Spend the three dollars to get that, awesome. I'm done. Okay, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, may, maybe, I don't know. Never mind. The, the the way I I have internalized this is like I'm spending a hundred dollars for me to go to Meow Wolf, mm-hmm. and that's that's it. That's all I'm spending. Okay. And if she doesn't show up, I will I will literally try to find someone on the street if I have time, and then if I don't. I'm going solo. My ticket was just a little extra expensive. I'm cool with that. I've, it's crazy. I've made peace with that possible outcome ahead of time so if it happens like eh, whatever it happens well good luck man hopefully uh you guys have some chemistry and there'll be a second date if she shows up she doesn't no i don't want a second I, like the, really i just wanted to go to meow, meow wolf if she doesn't show up if she fucking leaves you if she stands you up she can fucking suck a fart out of my butthole uh okay i'll pass that along if that happens i'd be like hey i have no problem with it you know what stuff happens but my friend mondo wants you to know you can suck a fart out of his butthole this is his address. You can and phone number. You can make uh, plans to do that at your own leisure. Speaking of things that cause us to match and unmatch and all this shit, moving on to deal breakers. Was that a good one? That was good. I, I felt like that would be a natural because we're already talking about yeah. online dating and and whatnot. Good job. So, so for for mine. I've I've formatted these a little bit differently. Okay, like usually we'll we'll talk. Oh, it's the second date. It's the third date. Whatever. Mm-hmm. These are all just things that would make you swipe left or right. So, gotcha. like, are any of these like swipe left deal breakers where you see it and you're just like, oh no, fuck that. Okay. Uh, so my first one is if they say that they're fluent in sarcasm. Which one's the Which one's the one where you don't? That's left, right? Left is is yeah, no. I'm out. No left. That's stupid. Everybody's sarcastic to a degree, and sometimes sarcasm can be like, "Oh, you're just kind of a dick." Mm-hmm. Like you're not trying to be funny or witty. You're just kind of being mean in hopes that it sounds sarcastic. Yeah, that's my that's my experience, right? My experience is when people say that they're just fucking assholes, and yeah. they're like, "Oh no, I'm just kidding. I'm being sarcastic. Can't you take a joke?" Yeah, and it's like mm, that was deeply hurtful. Yeah. And for for me, usually when I am being sarcastic, it's kind of about more innocuous things, and then they think I'm serious, and yeah. then I have to explain, no, no, that was I was being sarcastic. It was like a joke. Yeah. And they and then they just think I'm a moron, and I'm like, you know what? I don't like this whole sarcasm thing. Yeah. I feel like if you understand sarcasm, you don't need to advertise that you're fluent in it. Yeah. And and, and again, I think there's like sarcasm is one of those things that where 
you and you and the other person that are joking, if you have like a, a familiar frame of reference or something or come up with like a lot of things in common, then your sarcasm is kind of more in line with each other. Whereas if you're like a brand new person or you've never met, met a person, their version of sarcasm, like like I was just saying, could just be like, oh, you're just being a bitch. Yeah, like earlier when I was saying you're going to become a Mexican white nationalist, I was I was joking. I was yeah, sarc- I sarcasm. Exactly. And I'm also a little bit worried about it. We're going to talk <laughs> off air. I'm uh, going to make sure that you haven't been brainwashed. No, you're, not, no. you're not like a sleeper agent now. But yeah, that was, that was mine. All right. My first one for you, sir. Uh-huh. She has her eyes tattooed black. Or she has her tongue split in two, but one or the other. That's a deal breaker for me. Either one, huh? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty, like, uh, I, I think I'm a little little bit less conservative about some of these deal breakers than you. Usually I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever makes you happy. I, I just, that would just bother me. And it's like, if you want to do that, great. Yeah. But I can't, that's when I just could not get around. Like every time I look at her, I just be like, oh, why did you do No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And, th- and then maybe maybe that goes back to one of my, my key roles on deal breakers. It's like if there's something about the person that just makes me physically unattracted to them, like there's nothing I can do about it. Can't I can't fight that. I can't like big brain my way around it. It just is what it is. And that's a deal breaker. And yeah, I think it, like the forked tongue thing. I just be like, uh, you're not a snake. Stop. The, re- the reason I brought that one up was because I saw like an Instagram post earlier where it was like a chick that had her tongue split in two and she had each half of her tongue in a different cup of like a different drink. And I think she was trying to experiment whether or not she could like tell the difference of the taste. I don't know what the fuck she was trying to accomplish, but it was like Coke and Sprite or something. But her tongues were doing that. It was really fucking dumb. That's actually kind of funny. That, that would be a hilarious picture, but also gross at the same time. Yeah. You're up there, chief. You want to become a serpent lady? That is your business. How, how, how tall are you, Mondo? I am 5'10"-ish. If, if on her profile, she says you have to be at least 5'10". I would swipe right on that, yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of those things like, like seriously, like you're, you're that, you're, you're, you're fucking, uh, your your bar is that low where you're like a heightist. Like you have to be a certain, like shut the fuck up. Like I, I get it when you, like when a girl says like, oh, I like tall guys or no, whatever, but still like, to have, to have it down where like you have to meet this minimum height requirement to ride this ride. Like, I, I kind of get that though for, for some women, if they're like, they're tall. Yeah. I think I understand the psychology. Yeah. It's like they want a guy at least as tall as them or something like that. Well, yeah, they they, they want to feel feminine, and if they're way taller than their guy, it doesn't really make them feel feminine. And they also want to feel like they're like safe and protected with their guy. Yeah. And I th- I think for women, like the guy just being physically bigger than them is something that just gives them that sense. So I I would get that. What if she was like five two and she's like you have to be at least five eleven? Would you would you left or right? Uh, left. Like eat shit, you fucking midget. What the fuck? <laughs> Suck my butt. Um, my that, turn. That would be a little hypocritical, I feel. Oh, she wouldn't have to lean over to suck my butt. She's already low enough where she could just... Anyway. Uh, uh, you got a real uh, ass play thing going on today. Yeah. Aaron, your parents don't get along with her, but you are super into her. Like, you're just like... Why don't they get along with her? They're, I, I don't know specifics. I just kind of wrote that. I just... There's something that they... I don't know. There's something that, that, that she is or does that rubs them the wrong way. Oh, that might have to be a deal breaker. Okay, and and this is this is the only reason why. My, I think my mom would be like so ecstatic. They're like, "Oh, there's like a woman he's dating. <laughs> Fucking amazing!" <laughs> like, I had all but given up hope of grandchildren. <laughs> I I will do. I mean, it would have to be so egregious. Yeah, where I'm like, what, what, what would the? You know, actually, the one thing she might and and this. You know what? No, no, I t- I take it back. I, I really wonder if, if the girl was really religious and somehow I'd made peace with that, uh-huh. how my mom would feel about it. Like she, she goes to church every fucking day kind of thing. And- I, I, th- I think that's the, th- you know what? Here's the thing. I think the, in that case, if she was really, really religious, but she kind of like kept it to herself, my mom would be like, all right, whatever it is, what it is, grandbabies. Yeah. But what if she liked to like, like she'd come over for dinner and she's talking about she, uh, Jesus exactly. Christ and that kind of shit. She, she's like forcing us all to say like yes. a prayer before meals. That and kind of shit. She, she's she's like, oh, you know, if, if we just pray a little bit harder, we can fix this. And my mom, I think that that might push her over the edge. <laughs> and But here's the thing. I don't see a scenario where like I would be down with that too. Yeah. Because this is one, again, for me, I, I don't have a 
problem if someone is like conservative Christian mm-hmm. quite as much. But on the swipe left, swipe right thing, if I see conservative Christian, I just swipe left because I'm like, yeah. it, it's not going to work out from their their perspective. Like, let's not even go down that road. Yep. It just it just won't. Okay. I, I'm going to say like within five minutes of talking to them, if they bring up anything to do with like worldview, that's just not like, do you like volleyball? Do you like, it'll, it'll, it'll go south. So I just skip that whole thing. What if you're looking at their profile and they say, I'm the funniest person I know. I left. I think left. I think, I think saying that out loud and putting that out loud is, is going to be a, first of all, it's going to be a red flag that you're probably not that funny. Or you just you just think that highly of yourself that you're the funniest. Uh-huh. Like there's like there's different types of humor. Different yes. people different people like the vulgar shit. Some some people like slapstick. Some te- some people hate the political uh-huh. uh, comics. You know, so it's like for you to say that I'm the because funniest. Because by and large, they're not funny. Yeah, and I mean that across the board. Yeah, that is that is not a a political but yeah, I, I allegiance think, thing. I think if uh, yeah, I think if you if you tell yourself that you're the funniest person you know, you, you, maybe you're just a little too yourself lack you know? some self-awareness yeah because well, you, you know what my thing with that is like if you're so funny then like fucking show not tell yeah that you remember your your high school english teacher being like you gotta show it in your writing just don't say it it's like do something funny like yeah if maybe if you're more slapstick then have a funny picture in there yeah you know like maybe maybe writing is not your thing but there's other ways to express that yeah and that is one where like i would they say i'm the funniest person i know then I'll kind of look through their profile. I'm like, is there anything even remotely funny? Yeah. And I've never seen that. Yeah. I've seen plenty of, of profiles where I'm like, this is kind of fucking hilarious. You know, my estimation of that person goes way up. But never have I seen a profile that seems legitimately funny. And then they're like, I'm the funniest person I know. Yeah. Like she's doing a she's doing a duck face. And you exactly. <laughs> and you know they say it in that exact tone. That's exactly. <laughs> I'm the funniest person I know. Everyone tells me that. All right. It's hilarious. All right. How about this one? Deal breaker. Sorry. What? I think it's going to be for you. She has a completely different 180 degree political viewpoint than yours, but she's a 10. So she's smoking hot, but you guys do not see eye to eye on any political stuff. Well, so, so let's qualify what's political. Is climate change political? She doesn't believe in climate change. Oh, deal breaker. Okay. So, so that's that's one where it's like they can have a very different. Not they don't even have to be a ten. They could have a very difficult, different political view than I do. But there needs to be like some logical consistency. Yeah. And if she's like climate change isn't real, it's like, bitch, go outside. Like Colorado's catching on fire. Like you don't have to. If this isn't like a, a hypothetical. Like maybe it will happen in the future. We're we're in the process of climate change happening. Like we can, we can see all these upticks and, you know, and if, if she's that far removed where she's like, yeah, like the whole scientific community is 100% united on this. There are all this just empirical evidence that this is a thing, but I read this Facebook post (laughs) and they were very convincing. There was a poorly made graph and. How how can you argue with a Facebook graph? I'm like, no, nah, I'm out. I'm sorry. So it's safe to say that when you're date when you're looking for date like a dating app and all that bullshit, yeah, like po- political uh, viewpoint is 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 higher up on on all the other twenty thirty things to judge a woman by, but pol- politics is kind of high up on that. No, not at all. Oh, that's what I just said. Like, I they could be conservative. Like, I, conservative isn't an automatic swipe for me christian isn't it's like the combo of the two i'm like it's probably mm. not gonna work but one one by themselves i mean someone can believe in jesus that's fine you, and then and then yeah if you just think that we need to have smaller government and our a lot of our federal government programs are inefficient and you're like yeah look at this one and this one and i'm like yeah a lot of our big federal government programs are inefficient that's that is a, a logical point i, I mean i i think that we need to have ones that are more efficient and it's not the answers and getting rid of them, but like what you're saying, like holds water. And yeah, like that's fine. You believe what you want to believe. We'll just vote different. I don't care. All right, your turn. She's got like a list of qualifications, and it's like you, you when you're looking at them, you're like, yeah. oh no, yeah, no. like no, I think I meet all these. No, but she's, but she, and she's not saying anything about herself. How, it's how, like, yeah, how about this? Like when I see, because there's a lot of girl women, dude. I'm sorry. This is a uh, what's that one fucking Kevin Samuels or the black dude that was. 
Like women especially have most of them have like a list of to do's of what the guy has to have. Like mm-hmm. most of them, and they put that in their profile. It's like, let me just to be honest. Number one, that deters all guys. That doesn't match every single check thing on that list. That deters them from even like thinking or to shoot their shot. They think like, oh, I got eight out of ten on her fucking quiz. No, you know what? Fuck this. Never mind. And even if you did match the ten on ten, you're still kind of like, God damn, this bitch. This bitch is pretty picky. I, I also I do really enjoy one. I. I, I thought i saved it on my phone i was trying to find it where it was like extremely high of a bar yeah it was like you need to be like six foot and extreme and very successful and making yeah. like you know seven figures and like all this shit and, and then you go like look at her picture and you're like you're a cave troll so so there's a there's a there's a guy i think his name is kevin samuels he just passed away like a month or two ago and he was just a black dude that used to have a tiktok channel and like a you know, a, me, a social media thing where he would, he was like paid by by both women, women and men to um, help them be better at relationships and like finding their matches. He's kind of like a, kind of like a dating guru. I don't know. I'm not probably not describing He's him Hitch. Well. He's Will Smith in the movie sure. Hitch. And he very regularly highlighted those things that you just mentioned. Like a mm-hmm. woman, like he'd have like this, this chick on there. He'd, he'd ask her questions like, how tall are you? And she would answer like you said, five two. All right, what's your weight? And her answer is like, oh, I don't think I should answer that question. And he's like, hmm. Okay, moving on to the next question. Uh, how do you rate yourself on a 0 to 10 scale? And she would say, oh, I'm a 9 or a 10. And he'd be like, hmm. So there's, we're already, you already have problems. Number one, you don't want to tell me your weight. Like that's, t- that's a big red flag that you're either short and fat or you're like maybe an average looking, but you're not physically fit. Because a hot chick will say, oh, I'm fucking whatever. Mondo, I'm almost tempted to make a profile just so I can see what guys in our age group look like. Uh-huh. Because like I have no idea where, where I am on a 10-point scale at this point. Because I feel like age groups now are a little bit like uh, like UFC weight classes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like the Bantamweight fighters are incredible and they're so skilled and everything. And, and you know, a 10 out of 10 Bantamweight fighter is going to be able to do all this stuff. Then once you get up to like light heavyweight, you know, maybe a 10 out of 10 light heavyweight's not going to be able to do all that shit because they're just kind of big oafish and they're not actually athletic, athletic enough to play a real sport that would guarantee them millions and millions of dollars, so they're fighting in a cage for a living, and like the bantamweights are just too small for that. So you know, so I'm saying it like a ten out of ten lightweight and a ten out of ten so bantamweight isn't the same thing. You're saying that dating apps should have weight classes? Is that what you're saying? The ages <laughs> are the weight classes. So like if I, if I'm like trying why, to match why, with a 28 year old, why not the weights being the weight classes? Well, that's that's part of it. That's part of what goes into it. But but that's the thing, weight wise and and like physically, like that's one thing that's still more or less held held up for me. But I don't. I'm definitely lower if I'm uh, on the the nine out of ten or the the ten point scale if I'm trying to match with a 28 year old than I am if I'm trying to match with a 40 year old. Gotcha. Now, I, but like other than than you, like uh, there's not a lot of 40 year old guys that I hang out with, so I just don't know how to Go, rank myself in there. Going back to the whole, I'll, I'll make it quick. Going back to the whole Kevin Samuels thing, he basically tells this girl like, look, you're realistically, you're like a six at best. And what she demands on her list is literally a 10. Like a guy that makes six figures, uh-huh. he's got to have shit together. He can't have kids from a previous marriage. Like all these things. And it's like, wait a minute. So you're a six asking for a 10 be reasonable. That, that, like that's get, a, that's a swipe them. left for me. If they're like, you have to have your shit together. I'm like, oh okay, left. Like, <laughs> like it's. I think it's it's understandable for someone to go like a couple degrees up or below where uh-huh. you think you are. I mean, sometimes we're not realistic enough with who who we are. Uh-huh. That's that's the problem. But uh, women are very good about like, yeah. <laughs> if they don't feel like they're climbing up, they're like, uh, fuck no. You know what I mean? Well, that's that's why I was wondering it because I'm I'm usually my own harshest critic. But I think I can be pretty objective when I'm evaluating things. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm probably like a six right now, maybe. But no, dude, I'm a six. I think you're like an eight or a nine. See, but that's why that's why I think we have different <laughs> different things. Wait, so who, whose whose turn is it to go? Um, I I don't think there's any way in the world I'm a nine on on the women evaluating scale because they evaluate on different things. Um, my turn. Every time you go out, she insists that you hold her purse for her. You're just a little like literally everywhere. Yeah. And what if I'm like, okay, let's just leave it in the car. She's like, no, fucking. She's hold like, it. no, I need it because I have my tampons in there, my makeup, and my blah 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 blah. Every time, everywhere, no matter what. Mm-hmm. 
every time you're out in public, like not obviously not at home. Is it a bit? It's like a big like Gucci purse too, isn't it? No, no, no. It's just a little, you know, a little dainty little. I don't know purse, purse sizes. Let's just say it's like a ten is inch. Is it a bu- satchel? No, it's not a satchel. A it's messenger not, bag. It's not. A, it's not like a big like holy shit. This guy's a fanny pack. Bigger than that. No, I'm asking. Is it literally a fanny? Oh, pack? Oh no, it's not a fanny pack. It's just, it's just like a dainty little purse. It's a purse. She's like, I just need my. Like, it's not like one of them stupid like. Purses that you can only fit three things in. Like, oh, okay. It's like a medium-sized purse. Like okay. the size of a laptop. All right. No, I think it's a deal breaker. I feel bad. Like, I feel like it shouldn't be, but there's just a part of me like, no, I'm happy to, you know, especially if, if we're out shopping or something and you just don't want to take it into a store. Like, that's cool. Uh, I don't want to hold your purse all the time. Yeah. I I, I, I have, I don't even want to hold a wallet. <laughs> I have gone out of my way now where I, where to get phones where I can have these little uh, like stash cases. Yeah. So like I don't even carry a wallet. I just yeah. have uh, an ATM card, a credit card, and my health insurance card, and that's it. And I don't carry cash. I don't carry a wallet. You usually just carry the your, phone. You usually have your little headphones around your head too. Oh, all the time. Yeah. But that would be really weird if I was like, hey, could you carry my headphones? No, I just fucking put those in my pocket. Yeah. Like an adult. All right, your turn. Although it's fair. Women don't have pockets. Uh, the purse is their pocket. Yeah, no, I'm just, I was just sort of thinking, I'm like, man, they they do have that working against them, that some of their clothing will have visible pockets, and they're not even real. Like, who the yeah, fuck came up with like, that? They're just like the stitch-on looking ones. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, so you know what? I mean, women, I'm sympathetic with your plight. I understand your need to have a purse all the time, and not want to carry it, but I also don't want to carry it. It's two of us. <laughs> I have the same feeling. Oh, okay, so we're on the fourth one. Mm-hmm. What, what if they have a, a name that it's like, it's just like a freaking weird spelling. Like, it's like Ashflorny. Ashflorny? Like, it's, I don't know. I just tried to come up with something at the <laughs> top like, of my head. Or like LaFonda? No, it's like close to a normal name, but it just doesn't quite get there. It's it's like it's like Cinder, and you're like, what? <laughs> or, or uh, I, I don't know. I think that it depends. It depends on how goofy the fucking name is. Let's just be real. If they're trying to marry four different names into one... It kind of, uh, God damn it! Like, I mean, that was their parents, not them. Like, I still, like, can, can you? Is there, like, can I abbreviate your name? Like, if if her name is Anne Fernie, like you said, can I just call you Anne? Like, is it? Does it offend her if I call her Anne? <laughs> like, where does she? Does she like? Ex- it's, ex- it's her name's like Ashla, and she Ashla. She a hundred percent. You have to call her Ashla, and she gets very upset if people call her Ashley. <laughs> Like it um, pisses her off because it's a th- it was a thing her whole life. Her parents gave her this name where it's like your brain wants it's it, your brain is like her your name is Ashley and she's had to deal with this her entire okay. life. People are calling her by the wrong thing, so she gets super offended. I got your answer. Yeah, it's a swipe right, but only it's only a bang. It's not a date or a relationship. After that, it's just like oh okay, fucking Ashla, let's fuck. And then after that, I'm not gonna call you ever again. You, you know what? That that's one I could respect. I'm like. You you got you can't choose your name. You had to deal with this your whole life. Like I'm on board. Hey, hey, motherfucker. Her name is Ashla, not Ashley. Get oh, it right. You know where? You know that was a movie about that. It's uh, the uh, the other guys. Uh, Will Ferrell is kind of like a man whore, mm-hmm. and they go back and like talk to one of his exes that is like still madly in love with him, even though she's in a different relationship. And her name is Christineth. Christineth, exactly. <laughs> He's like, her name is Christineth. She gets mad if you call her Christina, Christine, or something. Like, yeah, like I, I would. Those chicks are crazy, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you could fuck them, but like, that don't expect. I don't know if they're. I mean, they're that. I think that's an acceptable amount of crazy, born from a real and frustrating thing. I get it. Sure. I mean, just don't be crazy about it. The, the the one that's tougher is when it's like Caroline and they're like, no, it's Caroline with a K. You spelled it with the C. It's like, okay, okay. How, how is that person supposed to know? You know what? I just, just chill out. Caroline with a K. Take I just, some deep breaths. I just remembered one of my uh, good older friends. He's retired. You know, his wife, his name is Colleen, not, <laughs> not, not Colleen, not Colleen. Oh, no. It's Colleen. What but she, fuck? look, let me tell you. She is a fucking a saint. She's a sweetheart. She's the nicest fucking like one. Of, like again, they're older, they're retired. She's such a fucking oh, no. great person. Like really, but her name is Colleen. They're they're like, do we want to name her Colleen or do we want to name her Colin? And they're like, you can't name her Colin. They're like, okay, truce, Colleen, fine. Oh, I feel mean because I really like her. I feel I feel mean for having brought that up. <laughs> Sorry, Colleen. Her apologies. Um, am I 
Next? Yes, you're okay. next. Last one, yeah. Okay. Um, she belches loudly and especially after meals in public. Ah, whatever. You're okay with it? I mean, yeah, whatever. You're in the middle of like a five-star dining hotel. like. But, uh, it, but it's like just after meals. Is it like she's like, does she have some sort of intestinal problem where she's like constantly belching? She's like, no, I don't want to go see a doctor. No, she's just gross. Just, she just, just belts it, whatever. You just go to a fucking fancy restaurant, you fucking waiters with their fucking hand towel deals and fucking ties and shit. You know, you spent a hundred bucks a plate and she just finished eating your fucking picking your teeth and she's like, uh, I would be mortified the first time it happened. But if everything else was great, I'd just build up some mental calluses and be like, this is a weird thing. But if it was just that, if this wasn't indicative of just a, a general lack of just grace and, you know, she's like terrible to people and she just doesn't care how she acts. If it was just that one thing, like, ah, whatever, fuck it. All right. <laughs> uh, and that, okay. And here's, here's the last one. It is, is there a level for you where she is too attractive? Like you look at the photo and you're like, oh no. And oh yeah. All the time. Really? Yeah. All the time. Why? I think I, like I said, I think I'm reasonable about what I'm working with. Right. I really think, I don't, I don't think like, oh my God, I'm ugly, but I'm definitely not a 10 on the look scale. I think I'm reasonable about like where I judge my physical, right? And if she's like super smoking hotter than me, I, I it's hard for me to... Like I, I have done that a hundred bajillion times on the dating app where it's like, oh, you're too fucking hot for me. Are you doing it because you think they won't want to match with you or because you would feel uncomfortable? Okay. That's weird. Yes. That's very strange. Yes. I I assume, you you know, they're, they're 10 point skill. Like the thing that they base their, their nine, 10, it's not the same as us. But here's the thing is I still assume most women are just as, um, hmm, as vain. They're not. I, I believe they are, but that you know, like, in my in my mind, well, like they, they are, but it's that's what I'm saying. It's not about the same things. It's not like purely just like a physical attractiveness. Yeah, no, but I, but like I said, in my mind, they are a, a, a way more vain than I am, and I, I just weird. I just so, can't. So get you that. you wouldn't have an issue where you're like, if she was really into you, and somehow that that happened, you wouldn't be like. Oh, you're just too attractive. I feel awkward in this relationship. Uh, it would be more like you're more like, oh, she just doesn't want to match with me, so I'm not even going to try. I will preemptively reject myself. Yes, the other one, the second one you said, but also a little bit of the first thing you said. It's if if she was like into me and wanted to date me, it would still be kind of hard. I would there would be something in my mind that says, whoa, this chick is way too hot. She's eventually going to fucking like want to split on me. Mm, okay, that's that makes a little bit more sense to me. The 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 rejecting yourself. Just like sh- ball or shoot your shot. Oh no! I, I there's yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm the opposite of that. Okay. Oh, that uh, is the one thing I realized. I don't know how the the Bumble alg- algorithm works, but if you pay the what however many dollars for ultimate swipes, I swear your match ratio is better. Like you match more people. Really? I think they've got it rigged where it's yeah. Like you can still match. I didn't but- do the. I didn't. I never did the. I never paid for the Bumble thing. I years back I paid for the. The Match.com one, I think it was. I think it was one of the one one of the original ones. I paid for that, and right now I'm on uh uh not Tinder. What the fuck is uh hin- hin- hinge? hinge 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 is one. Yeah. I'm on Hinge, but I'm like on it like once a week, if if that, like just for a few minutes. It I didn't do this but scientifically. I don't pay for- like I didn't. I wasn't like r- like uh, logging all my swipes and and saying okay, this person is this attractive and so forth and so on. So so this is largely anecdotal. But I just felt like I got way more matches when I'd paid for it, and it could have been because I had unlimited swipes and I was just swiping like a madman. But I don't think so. Yeah. I think just from my experience, I'm like I feel like they they sent more matches my way because they gave them money. Good for you, <laughs> you freaking capitalist app. Yeah. No, I and I, there's only been one time that I've ever paid for those uh, those dating things, and, mm-hmm. and and it didn't work during that time. I think I went on one or two dates, and it was like, eh. But yeah, that was deal breakers, ladies and gentlemen. Moving on to the wonderful world of Reddit. Ask Reddit question number one, Aaron. Yes, sir. Excuse me, I had a burp. Who or what has the worst fan base, and why? I think I think it is still UFC fans. And uh-huh. I say UFC, like specifically UFC, because I think people who are fans of like the other promotions are, are actually like pretty cool. They tend to be like a lot more knowledgeable there. They're martial arts connoisseurs and appreciators. Whereas remember when we were talking about like what we were picturing, like the ideal Crowder fan was, where uh-huh. it's like the 
pickup truck and and trucker hat selfie. Like there are a lot of those mouth breathers out there in the <laughs> UFC fan base, and they're all extremely extremely opinionated. They are the the level of pressure and and sort of scrutiny that UFC fans go to. Uh, sorry, UFC fighters go through isn't on the scale of like a huge NBA star. There's just not as big of a, a, a fan base. Like they're you know they're not out there as much in the media. But like what they do have to go through is so condensed and pressurized into that one night. You know, like the, you know NBA players play seventy two. What is it, seventy two or eighty something games in the regular season? A bajillion. Yeah, and then like a ton in the playoffs. And it's like if you have one or two or even uh, you know five bad. Th- there is a player in the finals that had uh, arguably like three really bad games, but he played two great ones, and everyone's like talking about how great he is at the end of the series. Yeah. Right. The you a, you a fighter. I mean, they might fight twice, maybe three times a year. And if they have one off night, maybe they got they're a little bit sick. Maybe they just didn't sleep well. Whatever. It's like, but these people will go after them, just talk so much shit. And then they also are just some of the most un- and uneducated, ignorant people about the sport. I'm assuming in general, but definitely about the sport I've ever met. I, I have, can't stand them with with MMA. The type of MMA MMA fans that I have a problem with are are usually of from two things, two things like I'm, I've never trained in jujitsu mm-hmm. nor striking or any other like martial arts discipline at all. And there are other people like me that have never trained, never done a goddamn thing. And they're like, Oh, they, they should have thrown the one, two combination, mm. blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, you don't know footwork. You don't know. like And I don't pretend like I know any of that stuff. And even the stuff on the ground, like I don't pretend to know any of the grappling transitions and how to do this, how to make this happen before some of those guys out there that think they know what they should be doing. They shut up. That's the first type. The I, second type are the, wait, can I, can I just, yeah, go ahead. But I, I think, because I, I heard you talking, I'm like, I feel like I'm a little bit guilty on that front. Because as far as grappling goes, I, I probably have grappled way, way longer than the average UFC fighter. Mm-hmm. But zero striking experience. But I will my, my the things that I'm asking them to do are relatively simple. There was one fight we were watching live when we were at LFA, and I'm like, could you please just throw a jab? Like, yeah, yeah. The, if you remember, this guy was just throwing these big like haymaker looping punches, and he could never land them. And I was like, dude, just it's I, I objectively I know it's one of the best punches in striking because I've heard so many striking experts say that. Yeah. Could you just throw a fucking jab? But I, I I've never thrown a jab in a fight. Oh, that's not true. I throw in street fights, man. Mondo, <laughs> I'm out on the streets. The the uh, second type of uh, MMA fan that fucking drives me nuts are the ones that are like trying to impress their girlfriend or their friends or the people they're hanging out with by, by spitting out certain facts mm. where the fact they are spitting out is false. Like they'll be like, oh, and they'll say like, um, let's just let's just pick a light heavyweight that's never won the belt. Um, Anthony Reyes, right? Or uh, Dominic Reyes D- or Anthony Dominic, Smith? Dominic Reyes. Dominic Reyes. That's what I meant. Oh, they had a, they had a love baby. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Reyes. So Dominic Reyes never won the UFC lightweight belt, but for one guy to like, you Dude, know, an- just Anthony Reyes' hairline is fucked. <laughs> Sorry, kid. So Dominic Reyes. Is or so this guy's like maybe he's trying to impress his friends or his girlfriend like oh yeah that guy Dominic Reyes used to be a champion back in two thousand four like no and then they just get it wrong yeah when they get like factual things wrong that annoys the fucking shit out of me like that's fucking like oh dude you're you're just bullshitting you're a bullshitter like the one I've spoken about this before drives me nuts when they will call a fight a robbery and then they'll start citing all these things and I'm like. None of those go into the scoring. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, they're like, yeah, well, they held him against the fence for two minutes. I'm like, that that doesn't score. The judges are not looking at that. That doesn't help or hurt them one way or the other. All right. And then they'll they'll be like, did you even watch the fight? I'm like, dude. Oh, by the way, there were some good fights last night. And I there, didn't watch there is a main event that they're calling a robbery. I didn't watch it. Uh, my, my answer to the who has the worst fan base and why, I would say um, people that watch The View... Like anyone that like they're like most shows will have like a fan base, right? Uh-huh. Like there's the Dr. Phil people, there's the fucking Jersey Shore people, like they just love the, the Kardashian uh-huh. people that worship Kardashians. I think people that follow the view what, and are like, what are those people like, dude? Like, have um, you met them? Who the people? That, oh no, I've not met them, but I assume I assume if they watch the show and they're fans of the show, they they're gonna they're going to lean towards agreeing with, with most of those. Panel, Maybe I don't know. Panelists I mean, on the view. To, say. to me, it's unwatchable. Yeah. Like I can't. I, I could never watch the view. I just can't. That's what I'm saying. Is like if you're a fan of it, 
But who who fucking there's there's other things that are unwatchable to me like like some of the reality shows like I cannot fucking yeah. stand them. But you meet the person they're like ah eh, this is like just this thing I like it's not my whole life. I don't know what a view viewer is like. I've never seen one in the wild. Yeah, that that's the the person that watches that is probably we're not going to probably get along is what I'm trying to say. Maybe you don't know though. I'm Maybe pretty they're sure. just like sweet grandmas. And they're just like, oh, that whippy is so sweet, funny. Sweet, sweet, ignorant grandmas. Joy Behart is sassy. Okay, so let's see some of the answers Redditors have for that. Just the guy with no name one writes James Charles. Who's James Charles? I don't know. The fact that he still has a fan base is amazing to me. Yeah. Why is he famous? Let's move on. We don't even yeah, know. That's a dumb one. User PC Altair writes Hitler's fan base is not great. That's are there really any Hitler yes. fans out there? Oh no! Are you kidding? Really? Yes, of course. Oh, you're like the super white supremacist. Yeah, like yeah. we were just Mondo. That's what I'm afraid yeah, yeah. of. You're gonna, you're gonna first, first they're like they take you Stephen Crowder, and then they're like, hey dude, like we're just gonna have this meeting. It's all cool. <laughs> oh yeah, we just sit back, we, we drink some beers. Oh, this, this, my buddy's bringing this like really good craft beer, and you're like, okay, and then they're, then they start saying, you know, Mondo, like the right, white race really is superior, and you're like, you know what, you make some good points. The next thing we know, you've you've trimmed your mustache, so it's just like this little thing right under your nose. You're hiling Hitler, like you've got like swastika, uh, swastika like tattooed. On. You like tattoos? You, you get a swastika. Do that. Mondo, you're on the slippery slope to being a Hitler no fan. No way, hell no. <laughs> Steven Crowder is like, he's like, you know how they said marijuana is like the gateway drug to all these hard drugs? He's like the gateway to being a Hitler fan. You're so close. I'm, I'm worried about you, Mondo. All right, last one I'll read. This one, uh, this one's just for you, Aaron. User Shiden writes, I once said I preferred Ron to Harry and received death threats as a result. Wait, wait they... Were they what? Received death threats no, 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 as a result. They preferred what? I Ron to Harry. Ron Weasley to Harry Potter. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Harry Potter is kind of like a whiny little bitch. No, but I'm just saying that that... Hold on. That was... Never mind. Forget it. It was funny. Yeah. I don't even understand the... Yeah. So, so this this girl, this user, this Redditor has said one time she thinks Ron is better oh, than oh, Harry, and then she was receiving Oh, they're death saying the Harry Potter fan base is... is uh, yeah, I don't think that. Yeah, but I don't think that's typical. There's plenty of people who like <laughs> Harry Potter and are just chill. You're a, are you a weas, weaselite? What's his last name? Weasel? Weasley? Weasley? Are you a Weasleyite? Um, out of out of all of the main characters, Harry's the worst one. Okay. So I so I guess I mean I don't know. Like it's not really something I lay awake thinking. I'm like, fuck, who's who's better, Ron or Harry? Well, Harry <laughs> is the chosen one, and he has the lightning scar, and he he was the boy who lived. But Ron's got like a really cool household, and his mom makes like tasty things. Although it's kind of falling apart. And Harry's ri- like, I'm not debating all these things, but now I'm kind of wondering. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get back to you guys in the next episode. I will have a detailed list of why Ron or Harry is better. Next question. Uh, Reddit question number two. People of Reddit, what is the biggest what if of your life? Mm, I, I have many. Oh, many, many what ifs. I'm gonna go with what if I kept doing YouTube. You were, you did it. You started doing it like when you were in high school. Yes, I believe. No, I'm not that young. YouTube didn't come out until after I was out of college. Oh, really? Yeah. I, why, why do I imagine YouTube was around when we were in college? It was not. It, okay. So I, it like I think it came out at maybe like the very end of 2005 or, or sometime in okay. 2006. So you wish you never stopped doing that and just kind of continued oh, that just, path. I just wonder what would have happened, right? Yeah. Beca- because speaking I, speaking of myself as like sort of like a harsh critic. I looked at it where I'm like, wow, like I understand I'm having some success, but like I actually don't think I'm that talented of a performer. Like I like some of the opportunities I got, I had huge imposter syndrome where I'm like, why am I even here? Like I'm not I'm not one of these like content creator people who's really comfortable putting themselves out. I mean, just okay, so just just to give you an example. Even when there was this opportunity I got where this company was trying to like do product placement like the same way they do in movies where they're like, they're like ah we're gonna kill these aliens but first i have to have a nice cold coke like that sort of thing mm-hmm. they wanted to interject that into online videos and so their idea was to get sort of like a stable of really popular video creators who could kind of just work oh, okay. these things in yeah yeah and like i think the only reason i got invited was because objectively some of my ter- material is better written and better produced and i was just like i don't belong here so in terms of not pursuing youtube as a profession what capacity would you be doing it would you be a writer for youtube or what would you they never registered to me that like yeah maybe i'm i'm weaker in some areas i'm better in the others but like i got to just keep working like i can get better 
as an on-screen talent. Like I can I can figure out how to shift my content where it's gonna fit what I my personality and like what I'm good at a little bit better. Like this isn't I shouldn't look at this as failures. I should look at like holy shit, even though none of them have hit, like look at the opportunities I got as a fucking dumbass 25-year-old. Like if I just keep doing this and get way better, like it's crazy. Like who knows what'll happen, but I didn't have that that sort of growth mentality i only looked at where i was not where i could get to so you would still want to be like a personality but just have it suit your i i could see this this is this is a way that a lot of other people have parlayed it like sometimes they use youtube just as a way to kind of fuel something else they do mm-hmm. like there, there's a a fiction writer who you know he writes kind of like high fantasy named brandon sanderson mm-hmm. he started really going into youtube during the pandemic these videos were almost unwatchable to me. And he got better and he was growing his fan base. And then he wrote three novels over the course of the pandemic. This guy's like – he almost put Stephen King to shame in some ways. Long story short with that is is he he generated like $33 million in sales in like a week. All right. My answer for that question is when I was younger, I, I ate shit. I was leaning back on a table or a chair and I fucking hit my face pretty hard and it – Ruined my fucking teeth. What if? Marvel's what if. Sorry, what? What, <laughs> what if I didn't lean back in that chair and fuck my grill up? Right. And I would have had like at least average to nice teeth now. Right. That's, that's so. So in your imagination, like what is the butterfly effect from your teeth being perfect? <clears throat> I don't know. Just being able to smile more. People gr- like attract women more. Like girls, girls, you know, they want guys with nice teeth. <laughs> so, so, you, so you think... You think that, it, and this is, I'm, I'm trying to follow this logically, this makes sense, that perhaps your, your teeth getting messed up led to you kind of smiling less, which led to you being less approachable, also, which led to uh, a, a general sort of grumpy demeanor. And this is all going to culminate in you being a, a hermit in a white nationalist compound. Yeah, also also like in a professional capacity, like mm-hmm. I think just having like a Colgate smile like helps with your profession with your with your career and like in my in my case in sales you know it would have helped there too so well that's one that fortunately it's not too late to to write that you might not want to pay the money but it's, it's not it's even the on money. the table it's not even the money it's just like Invisalign bro no that's not for everybody Invisalign it's not for everybody anyway let's read out some of the answers for the what ifs User Drambox F writes reverse what if. What if I hadn't done that one thing that ended up allowing me to meet the woman who is now my wife of 20 plus years? My life would be 2,000% different and in much, much more worse way. Mm, okay. That was kind of long and dumb. User 84 Tech Noir writes, what if I stayed with the one woman that made me happy instead of going with the one that made my life easy? Hmm. That's mm. deep, bro. Some of these other what ifs are like super long. Last one I'll read. User Manny underscore Hayes writes, what if I never went to college and never moved to Atlanta? Okay. All right. Um, that was it for Ask Reddit. Do we want to briefly recap Kava? Very brief recap. Um, there, there's this like, uh, is it Polynesian? There's there's this like Pacific Island route called Kava. Okay. Th- that I thought it, it was Kava Kava. That is the full name. Okay. Uh, if, if you're buying it like in a store or something, it's probably just Kava. And it is a natural muscle relaxant. Mm-hmm. The way I, I've always described it is it's like kind of like being a little bit drunk if there was just zero cognitive impairment. Like you just kind of have that like kind of loose, relaxed feeling. At least for me, it doesn't screw with my, my mind at all. What what was your experience with it? Um, yeah, I, I think I said to you at one point, like after like half of a cup of the first, because we had two cups of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I think halfway after the first cup, I was like, hmm, I'm either really tired from a long day of work. Or or this kava stuff is is kicking in because I'm feeling kind of getting sleepy. No, maybe sleep. I don't know. It's not even sleepy. Like I like I still had the wherewithal to be yeah, alert and stuff. But exactly. I was like, like yeah, like you said, the body was relaxed and it was just it was a different feeling to me that because uh, like like when I've had pot, when I've had marijuana, your mind changes as well. Mm-hmm. Or when you drink alcohol, your mind goes with it. Like you do, you know, your 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 speech is different. No, no one's going to take kava and then be like, man, I got to fucking fight that guy. I don't like the way his face looks. Well, with weed too, but but my, but my it's but it doesn't do the whole psychedelic-ish thing he does. It just... Correct. Not my it's, it's just It's just your, your body. Body relaxation. Yeah. You know, I haven't looked outside of Denver, but in Denver, there are three kava bars where instead of alcohol, they're serving... Kava, the, the the one in Colfax, uh, which is like in a little bit fancier, like they'll have like kava mixed drinks and everything like that. 
that was not our experience with with this place. Do you want to do you want to just quickly walk through what, what what we were greeted with when we entered the Karma House in Lakewood? When I walked in, within a matter of a few minutes, I got the sense that they were kind of sort of hippy dippy ish people there, like people that or or I also like I thought like some of these people are here because. They're using, uh, like maybe they were former alcoholics or drug users or something. They're using kava as a substitute for something like kind of very possible, you know, addictive that they had that was probably doing their life more harm than good. There were a lot of ear gauges. Yes. Yes. Plentiful um, tattoos. There was a guy sitting down playing the guitar, but he wasn't like, I think he was just like a patron. He wasn't like a, a, an employee or anything. He was just like... Oh yeah, you know, there, there is no gig. There is no money no. exchange from from the Karma House to that small weird gentleman. There was a guy at the end of the Kava bar that had his Kava stuff, and then he had some like an empty shot glass of who knows what the hell they were giving away in shot glasses. And then he also had his vape pen and a, a box of cigarettes. So he had like his four vices all sitting in front of him. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. like maybe he had come from an AA meeting and this was like his other form of releasing chain smoking cigarettes, drinking this kava shit, puffing on this nicotine thing or, or weed thing. I don't know. There were also at least a couple of small children just scampering around. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Could not tell who they were with or if yeah. they were being attended at all. I don't know. I don't know if yeah. kava just attracts children like a moth to a lamp, but yeah, that was weird. So, so anyhow, we get in and somehow it didn't seem that crowded to me. But there was also no place to sit. Yeah, which was weird. We had a we had to take the seat next to the little weird guitar playing guy. Yeah, and he was like, uh, "Uh, people," and then ran away. Yeah, that was my impression. And of then how we that went finally down. Uh, got some bar top, some high top bar. We had a second cup of that kava stuff. Well, I I enjoyed the fact that the bar, <laughs> the bartender. When I asked him, I'm like, "So, like, my friend's here. He's, he's trying kava for the first time. What would you recommend?" And he he was a very mumbly man. Yeah, that's the nicest way to put it. He's like, "Oh yeah, you 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 get the free," and I was like, "What?" I heard the word free, okay. And he gives us the you know you. Uh, it seems like that place served kava only in bowls. <laughs> I guess that's like the traditional way to take it. the The other place you can get it in bowls, or you can get it more like I said, like an actual mixed drink. I realized like as we first started sipping it that I didn't even question what he gave us. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, we're in this weird place," and this guy's like, "Hey, drink this unknown substance," and I'm like, "Yes, let's do that." Yeah. What could go wrong? Yeah. Uh, and then there was another, shortly after that, that was the second funniest thing that, uh, to me that happened. You want to walk him through that? You don't remember? What? W- w- the the ballot? Oh, the <laughs> yeah, there's a guy, like we literally just sat down. I think we took like a sip or two of each of our fucking kava drink and some dude comes up to us wearing Birkenstocks and like kind of hippie-ish hair, kind of hippie-ish looking. He's like, hey man. Are you, are you? Do you guys live in Jefferson? Or he asked us like if we're uh, Colorado residents, right? Was yeah. that his first question? You're like, yeah. Like, hey, I got this initiative to like make a hallucinogen uh, uh, mushrooms, like pass Psych- psychedelics, psychedelics, so they can pass them, make them legal, blah 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 blah, or decriminalize them, I guess. Yeah. And so sign this petition. We're like, uh, all right, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, I had a moment where I'm like, do I really want to be giving this dude my address? Yeah. Uh, you know what? When in, in the karma house, yeah. do as the, the kava drinkers do. I kind of just want them to go away, and I was like, whatever. Here you go. Signature, bye-bye. So, so yeah, there, there was that. I guess overall, I, I there were a lot of places I gave the karma house low marks. Low marks on decor, I really didn't think they tried that much. Low marks on it not being air-conditioned, that would have been great. Yeah. Uh, low marks on service, it, it took us a very long time to get anything. Yeah. I think my biggest problem with the service part of it was when we wanted to get our second cup, you went up to the, to ask the guy like, "Hey, what was this first one you gave us?" And we want to try something different, or something along the lines of like, "Hey, try something different." And then they have like three or four different types types of kava on the board, and you were like trying to figure out like you like asked him like, "What's the difference?" And the guy's answer was kind of, he was like, well, "It's from different places." And I was like, "What? Like, duh, you should know." What like, fucking places, buddy? Like, yeah, I mean, like I, we're there, we want a little education, bro. Where this is our our first time, like like. Like, wow us with facts of shit that you know about Kava that we don't as first-timers. And the guy was like, oh, they're just different regions. He, he's like, I'm sorry, sir. I'm allergic to repeat business, and now I will mumble yeah. incoherently. I wanted to know, do they taste different? Um, they did do, taste do, different. Do, do, they, do they make you feel differently? Does one is more, more fast-acting than the other? Like, like educate me, you fuck. And he was just kind of like, blah, blah, blah. So, so the, one, the one place 
I gave it very, very high marks for was weirdness. I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to a, a Kava bar, I want it to be a little fucking weird. And maybe this place went above and beyond on the weirdness. But, like, I appreciated that, at least for a first time. All in all, for me, uh, as weird as it was, it felt enjoyable to be doing something that felt a little bit normal. Like, just going out to a bar. And, like, all my, like, neck and head issues, uh, the Kava actually kind of diminishes them a little bit because mm-hmm. it's a muscle relaxer. Like the biggest problem I have is all these little muscles in my head spasming when I'm trying to sit at like a bar stool or something. So that was nice. I, I give the Karma House for me a, a six out of 10 and I would like to try one of the other maybe less weird, slightly better customer service yeah. Kava bars. I, w- I, would, I would not... Hmm. Kava is not something I would drink like, oh, let's go have Kava. But like if you were like, hey, you want to go hang out, have Kava somewhere? I would go again. I would not say no. It did leave – forget the bitterness stuff. I anticipated bitterness. It was more like it left like a chalky tongue-feeling thingy on my on my tongue that I didn't really like. The taste, I don't give a shit. It tastes like dirty dishwater. It was like whatever. Well, yeah, that, that was the thing. The other place figured out how to make it actually tasty with their mixed drinks. Like I said, the taste didn't bother me. It was the tongue yeah. feel I got from Yeah, that. no, all that though. But, That's uh, what I'm saying. But just, yeah, I would just the the actual like mouth experience was better. I want to go somewhere where uh, again, like you said, they 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 kind of value repeat business and they kind of want to give you a little education. Like, hey, we're here, teach us some shit that uh, we don't know already. So anyway, that was it um, for uh, the Kava recap weekend recap. We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We will talk to you guys in a week. Bye bye. Hey everyone, Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you. 